Hello, everybody. This is Let's Talk Sports with Timothy McCain. I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. And today we're going to be talking about a few topics in the sports world, including Paul George and the OK City Thunder. Secondly, we're going to be talking about Drew Brees. And thirdly, why the Rams must dominate the Super Bowl to get the respect they deserve. Paul George has done something this year that we've never seen him do. He's had incredible years in Indiana. He's had a career um, numbers of 19.7 points per game, 6.3 rebounds, 3 rebounds from the game, 4 game, uh, while shooting 43% from the field. Now, a part of his uh, shooting percentage going down is because he broke his leg and he only played 6 games and he averaged 8.8 a game. So, his 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 points per game would be actually higher um, if he were if he were injured. So I let's say he averaged 24 a game. This year would be his is the highest he's ever scored in every in almost every category except for the free throw percentage. Paul George's numbers this year as a okay as a OK City Thunder player is 27.1 points. Eight rebounds, four assists, while shooting 44% from the field, 37.4 from the three, and 83% from the field goal range. I just want to say the way that Paul George plays, it's like he's a silky smooth type player. I mean, as much as we talk about the Hardens of the world and the Giannis Antetokounmpo's and the LeBron James, we got to talk about Paul George. And the ability of Billy Donovan to be able to coach these guys and let these guys play. Last year, um, as we all know, Paul George had Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook. And a lot of people expected this OK City Thunder team to do really well. But they struggled. And they lost in the first round. With the exit of Carmelo Anthony, who's still a good player. I, I believe he can play in the, in the league still. They got rid of him. And Billy Donovan who had, um, according to ESPN, had watched timeless, timeless videos of Paul George and his ability to, of you know, where he liked to shoot, his pick and rolls and everything like that. He had a talk with, um, Billy Donovan had a talk with uh, Paul George, and he said, hey, I'm not that type of guy who just goes for just plays. I like to having that free-flowing Momentum type basketball. That's the kind of basketball that Paul George likes to play. And ever since that, we're seeing Paul George and his numbers. If if Harden was not having the offensive year he was having, especially in the past month and a half, Paul George would be right there in the MVP race. And while the MVP race has become, if we're just looking at it from an offensive standpoint, Harden is number one, but if we're looking at it from a complete standpoint, Paul George is having the most complete season in the NBA right now. Now, Kawhi is the better defender, and he, to me, he's a, just as good of a scorer. The problem with Kawhi is Kawhi sits out. I believe this is a ploy to, to you know, I'm, I'm not sure what Kawhi is really doing, whether it's a, it's a ploy to, like, you know, who's in control of Toronto or him. I'm not sure the way, why he's playing it the way he, what, the way he is, but he he sat out too many games to be considered the MVP in many people's opinion, like Chris Broussard's of the world and stuff like that. And I give a lot of legitimacy to, to him and what he's saying. 
he's there was a there was a stat that said um that an MVP um it's rare that an MVP wins if they miss 15 games and he's already missed that many just sitting out and so I think Paul George and his ability to be a team player especially um with Russell Russell Westbrook that dynamic in itself has totally changed the way uh we see OKC now most people they'll say that Russell Westbrook he's not the same player um but I I have something I want to say this Russell Westbrook he is he is 30 years old and so the body does wear down on you I believe that um Russell Westbrook is just slowing down to help get his teammate involved in Paul George, letting Paul George be the star of the team. And it's working. It's it's, it's helping the team. And they also got a lot of solid guys behind the two that makes the team work. The past couple of seasons, Russell Westbrook has been just taking over. You know, with, we, we all know about the triple doubles that he's had. It's just been incredible. But this year, you know, I really got to respect what Russell Westbrook is doing is because even though he's having triple-double type numbers and he's still a volume shooter, there'll be nights where he'll shoot 5 and 20. Uh, he's still that, he's still a dynamic, he's still a very dynamic player that really can change the outcome of a game, but he's got a guy who he can really depend on. Um, now, granted, you know, a lot of the people think that this team could never win the championship that's I mean a lot of people were surprised about Paul George leaving I mean you know actually staying with OKC they thought he was going to leave to the Lakers join LeBron and company but I believe that OKC Thunder was the right fit I think this was the right move um, as of right now will he win a championship who knows I do believe that they need Another star player. They don't need a superstar, but they need a they need a star player in OKC if they can sign them or draft them. I believe OKC could be good, and I believe that Paul George made the right choice because I'm not sure how it all would have worked out if he would have signed with with uh, the Lakers. Would they have gotten rid of Kyle Kuzma? I mean, they already have two small forwards. They have three small forwards. They got Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram. And LeBron James, they're all they're all naturally, uh, the they're naturally three. Now they play Kyle Kuzma at the four, but he's not a very good defender down low. Those guys in the NBA, they're grown men, and Kyle Kuzma is a grown man, but he's not a power four. That is not his traditional type of position. So that's what I say about that. Paul George, Billy Donovan, Russell Westbrook—they've all done a great job carrying the rock. You know letting go of other responsibilities to benefit the team and while they might not win a championship they're a legitimate threat and so that's something that I think people need to respect because they're not only do they have two stars in the team but they're the best defensive team in the NBA that's something to be respected and admired about that uh the second thing we're going to be talking about today is Drew Brees and the uh the Instagram message that he uh had out that he that he put out the other the other day actually I think it was today that he put out and basically what he was talking about was there was um a pro bowler um Cameron Jordan a defensive end this whole this whole week has just been crazy with um with the with the fans which is um, which is reasonable because the Saints had an opportunity to win the Super Bowl I do believe the better team personally I believe the better team went to the Super Bowl. Um, 
because I believe the New Orleans, uh, I believe that the Los Angeles Rams had the best talent. They have two of the best defensive tackles in the past 15, 20 years outside of Warren Sapp. Um, they have, they have the, to me, they had the, um, a dynamic uh, running back in Todd Gurley. And they had one of the, top, he had a top 30 quarterback of all time in Drew Brees. Now, he hasn't been the same since he faced the Cowboys. But he's still a Hall of Fame quarterback that you cannot sleep on. But um, today he put out an Instagram post, and this is what he said. He said, I have spent this last week navigating the heartache and disappointment from the game. Some things within our control and some outside of our control that caused us to fall short. So much, as our, so much of our motivation is to represent the Houdat Nation with determination and resiliency. We want to play for you fight for you and win for you you deserve that the longer I play I realize that we truly are one heartbeat with our fans our success is your success our disappointment is your disappointment we are inspired by one another to accomplish things far greater than what we could ever do on our own everything that's ever happened to this community we bonded to, we bonded together galvanized and leaped forward every time the, fr- the frustration we, ne- we feel now can be channeled in the same way. Pour that passion and emotion into your families and communities. Inspire others with your focus and determination and positive outlook. This will make us stronger. This will make us bound us. T- this, will, this will bound us tighter. This will be a source for our success in the future. There is no place like New Orleans. There is no community like ours. No fans like the Houdat Nation. I refuse to let the let this hold us down i refuse to let this create any negative or resentment i embrace the challenge so keep your chin up hold your head high puff your chest out because we are the who that nation and we will persevere this was a great message from a great leader um drew Brees is one of the most slept upon quarterbacks one of slept upon players of all time and uh, with all the negativity, with all the um, with all the anger that uh, a, a lot of fans, most fans who are outside of Los Angeles, um, would say that that they pl- that they missed the call. The rest missed a blatant call. Um, and you know, a lot of the players like Michael Thomas put out the Super Bowl lie, and then um, you know, uh, Cameron Jordan had a shirt at the Pro Bowl that said. Uh, uh, the refs blow whistles, not don't blow games. This was the perfect message, and I think that Drew Brees needed the time to develop something like this to really like deep down and, and really. I don't think this will. I don't think this will change how people view it. I think 10, 15 years from now, people will say we should have another Super Bowl. I personally believe that the Rams are the only team, the only team that could beat uh, the Patriots. No one thought that the Patriots were going to be this far. But since they are here and they beat the Chiefs, they beat the most potent offense of all time. I think the Rams would have done more because they have more talent. And and to me, when I've seen the Saints play, they seem like they haven't been the same since the Cowboys. Since, you know, Demarcus Lawrence and then the the Cowboys linebacking core, Vander Esch and... uh, uh, Jalen Smith ever since then you know Drew Brees has kind of struggled um, I, think, I think he was throwing around 
seven touchdowns in, in the last six games. So I just feel like the Rams with with the defense and with the with the offensive talent. The and and the thing about the Rams that makes them so good isn't just the fact that they have a dynamic runner. They have three really good wide receivers. They don't have great wide receivers, but they have good good enough wide receivers who can make a Pro Bowl or two. And that's that's a deadly. They're not they're not they don't they're not like the Chiefs who have uh Travis Kelsey, the best tight end. Um and then they have they don't have Patrick Mahomes. They got Jared Goff, and Jared Goff is good, but he ain't he ain't Patrick Mahomes. But I just believe that the reason why the Rams are the biggest threat is because they have an incredible balance, especially on the defensive side of the ball, which is actually underachieved because the defense, if you look at their star power, their star potential, they're the ones who should be winning it. And that leads to my third point. We all know that the Saints got robbed. This wasn't like Adrian Brown or Manny Pacquiao. Talking about he won the fight. And I wanted Adrian Broner to win. He didn't win the fight because he didn't throw enough punches. And, 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 when, and when his guy, when Kevin Cunningham told him that he won the 11th round, he didn't win the 11th round. He should have said, hey, ever since the 6th round, you're getting your butt kicked. You go out there and you fight and you throw hands. I don't care about defense. You need to win. I don't look. He's 40 years old. He's 40 years old. You better go out there and you better beat him. This could be your last chance to do something where people respect your game. You know how talented you are? You going to put out that kind of performance? What is that, man? I don't get that. But anyway, I say for the Rams, for them to be respected, from people not calling them counterfeit champions, They've got to dominate the Patriots. They cannot play. Now, I don't like this safety who made... I don't remember his name. The safety called out Tom Brady. What they should have done was stay quiet. Listen to all the news. Coach, hey, look. Look what all they're saying. They were counterfeit. Talking about us. Talking like we ain't nothing. We need to go out there this Sunday and show him who we really are. That's what you need to be telling your team. Tell them to keep their mouth shut. Let the media talk. Let the fans talk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever they're talking. They're talking how you counterfeit. You got to go out there and show them you ain't counterfeit. You the real champs. That's how you got to go out there and play. I'm, I'm picking the Rams. I'm picking the Rams. I believe the Rams are the most talented team. Now, granted... The Patriots have the best quarterback in NFL history, the most winningest quarterback in NFL history. I mean, shoot, he's won more championships, he's won more Super Bowls than 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 football organizations by himself. That's how great this guy is. So, but this guy has been beat. Who do you get beat by? Eli Manning twice. Who do you get beat by? Nick Foles. Nick Foles was somebody's backup. Carson Wentz. Nick Foles looked like a superstar. Now, I'm not sure where he's going to go after this. God bless him. I hope, I hope he does 
an incredible job somewhere else. I do believe his best, his the way he'll the way the the way Nick Foles will be remembered is him being an Eagle, doing what he did. No matter what else he does, I believe that Nick Foles is set up to be a good player in Philadelphia. Carson Wentz is the type of player that could play anywhere, but Nick Foles. If you want the best Nick Foles, it's gotta be in Philadelphia. But we all know that Carson Wentz is the younger one. He's the more quote-unquote talented. But you know what? Tom Brady wasn't the most talented. Tom Brady had the slowest 40-yard 40-yard dash of all time. They looked Tony. They looked Tom Brady and said he looked like a regular guy. He still looked like a regular guy. Go on GQ magazine and stuff. I don't know. But who is he? He's the greatest quarterback of all time because he worked it. Doesn't matter. It, talent is important. Skill is important. You need skill to use that will to make something happen. But Tom Brady uses his will, and that and the whole team. And you know, a lot of it has to do with the, the system and the structure. But you know what? A lot of teams have systems. A lot of teams have structure. There's something about the way that that man plays football that seems better than. Then, then that that's better than everyone else's. So for the but for the Rams, they got a good young coach in Sean McVay. I believe he'll set up the right game plan. I believe the Rams have enough talent on both sides of the ball if they can truly if that defense can truly play to the level of star play, talent that it has with Wade Phillips, who ain't no slouch. He's a really good defensive coordinator. If they can get this thing popping, they've got the right guys. So, I truly believe that this is going to be a great game. Um, I believe it's going to be probably between... I, I, you know what I'm picking? I'm picking it's going to be 28-20. 20. 28-20 Rams. Yeah, I picked it. It's simple. It's not high scoring. But I believe it's going to be 28-20. The Rams defense should do enough to make sure that... Tom Brady's not on the field. That's the way you beat the Patriots. Make sure that he is not on the field. Run the clock. Use CJ Anderson. Use Todd Gurley. Throw for 10 to 5 yards to your wideouts. Take time off the clock. Use the you know what? The Rams need to do the same thing that they did with the Cowboys. So they so basically the way the Cowboys win is the Cowboys use the time of possession. Run it through you. Well, the Rams were mostly known for passing the ball, even though they had a great running back, they're usually a team that likes to pass the ball because Sean McVay is that type of guy who likes to run through the pass. They use the Cowboys playbook basically against them and just run off against the fifth-ranked defensive team. So I believe the key to the success is for the Rams is to have time of possession. Once that, I, th- I believe that's the, that's the key to success. Time of possession, score, and I believe it's going to be 28-20. Los Angeles Rams. This is Timothy McCain. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Sports with Timothy McCain. Have a blessed day.